You are now listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, it's me, Daniel Thompson, the host of Dirty Talk with Dan, and I am back once again for the third time. Oh, with me, in my turn? Yeah. <laughs> with Taylor Campbell? <laughs> see, see how easy that is? See, the third oh. time it gets better and yeah. better each time. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show again. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So, this week we have a lot to discuss. Yes. A lot. So, we saw two movies this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Back to back. Back to back. Uh, which one you want to do first, Snake Eyes or Old? I think we should do Snake Eyes first. Okay. What do you think of Snake Eyes? I actually like the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Considering we had tried to watch the first G.I. Joe movie and could not get through it. Yeah. So I didn't have high hopes for Snake Eyes, but it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. I think I'm I'm right there with you because both movies, the, the original two movies weren't that good. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Obviously, from the first 30 (laughs) minutes we watched of the original 2009 one. But this one, it, interestingly enough, it, like, is a character movie. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of character work. Like, for those that are expecting him to, like, wear his outfit the entire movie and not speak. He does not. Yeah, because that's (laughs) apparently, like, a thing. Snake Eyes doesn't talk. Mm -hmm. Or that's, like, his official. And he's, like, a blonde white dude. (laughs) And people are really butthurt about that, apparently. Of course they People are. that grew up with G.I. Yeah. Joe. I didn't grow up with G.I. Joe, so I don't have those same limitations. Yeah. I just had a G.I. Joe. <laughs> Did you? Which Joe? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just had a Joe that I had played with, with my Power Rangers. <laughs> That's weird. That's a weird crossover. It is a weird crossover. Yeah, but, you know, I think... Uh, Henry Golding, I think he did a good job. He did. It, it was weird to see him in this kind of a role because I, I just don't picture him. As an action hero? As an action hero. Yeah. But it it grew on me towards the end. Yeah, I was about to say, like, the first the first 45 minutes was, like, I wasn't quite sure where it was yeah. going. But then it just took a complete, like, 180. It did. Into, like, fantasy stuff and then i was and like, a little Ooh. bit more lighthearted too a little bit more lighthearted it was kind of in their marvel yeah thing a little bit because it started out a little serious and i was like mm, okay. yeah yeah and people complained about the fight the like camera work or the fight scenes i thought it was great i thought it was pretty cool yeah, yeah. I, enjoyed I was the into it yeah and i think uh you know it's got a lot of hate from the hardcore gi joe fans which is funny to me because I didn't know that there were hardcore G.I. Joe fans. Their I didn't know that that now. was a thing. They're fathers now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, they're like, what you know about G.I. Joe? <laughs> I mean, I say that now, but like in a few years, I'll be like, what you know about Power Rangers? <laughs> what you know about Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's all cyclical, but it's yeah. it's a, um, it was interesting that when we watched it, how much I enjoyed the bad guy in that, or at least the good guy that became the bad guy at the end, Storm Shadow. Yes, Andrew, yeah. Andrew, I think his name is. Uh, I hope I'm not saying his name wrong. Andrew Koji. 
I have no idea. Yeah. But he he was good, and he kind of gave me like uh, I don't I don't think we discussed this like Black Panther vibes, like the way he presented himself because he's like the next Royal. head of his clan or whatever. Yeah. It was very T'Challa-y to me. Yeah. But then he becomes the bad guy. Which so. was cool because <laughs> yeah. I was always like. What? Like, in the 2009 movie, we didn't get that far into the, that version, but they have a, a different backstory for why they're rivals. And in that version, Snake Eyes is, like, some mute kid. Or, no, he's not a mute kid. He's just some poor boy who ends up going to that, like, clan and stealing food. And then Storm Shadow, as a kid, sees him, and they get into a fight. And then the, like, Grandmaster's like, oh, well, you know, he kicked your ass, so maybe we should invite him <laughs> into this clan. And then... Storm Shadow gets jealous of, of Snake course. Eyes and kills the Grand Master and runs off, runs away. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. This, this backstory, I didn't even see it coming that he was going to end up being the bad guy at the end. Yeah. Because I, well, I didn't know, I don't know much about the backstory and lore of G.I. Joe. Yeah. and I, I just thought it was a toy. Yeah, same. I only know like <laughs> a little bit. I know like a little bit of juicy stuff, but every time a G.I. Joe fan tells me about the like mythology of it i'm like this sounds kind of cool like cobra commander which is like the main gi joe bad guy he's a compilation genetically of all of the terrorists in the world well that's pretty cool so he's got like hitler's dna he's got fucking not cool but you know it's like for a bad guy that's (laughs) kind of cool it's interesting pure evil yeah Yeah, but uh it was cool that they made snake eyes a dislikable character yeah and I'm still kind of rooting for him because I understood where he was coming from. He's trying to get revenge, mm-hmm. find out who killed his father, but he has to lie through several times to get what he wants. Yeah. And I was like, that's very interesting to have a protagonist that is doing the wrong things for the right reasons. Yeah. He was very in the middle the whole time. Yeah. Until the end when he kind of came back to save the clan. Yeah, which was funny because there's like this like whole MacGuffin thing, this gym that they described for half the movie as like, and this is a spoiler review, obviously, guys. You Because I know you guys aren't going to go see Snake Eyes until it's like for free on Paramount Plus in like <laughs> yeah. 30 days or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like there's like this gym and they're like, oh yeah, just steal this gym. It's not a big deal. It's, it's pretty cool. You know, and then we see it in action. It just instantly vaporizes yeah. if you just pretend to fart. Yeah, you just like hold and squeeze. Yeah, like as hard as you can. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> people explode in front of you. I was like, they either explode or he's just sending them to hell or something, yeah. which is pretty cool. It looked like the philosopher's stone to me. It did. It did. Yeah, maybe it's canon to that in some way. But you know, yeah, that was great about it. I'm trying to think of other elements. I didn't really care much for the G.I. Joe aspects, like Samara Weaving's character. Yeah, I uh, I, I found her very irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like she's in a t- completely different movie altogether. Like, it, every time we I think about Snake Eyes, I don't even think of her in the movie. Yeah, and the like other villain chick who was like wearing the glasses, yeah. the Baroness. I know they're G.I. Joe characters. Cobra, right? Yeah. yeah. The, Cobra, the Cobra aspect I didn't mind because I was like, how does this tie back into G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe? But that part really worked. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people complained about that third act being like just super, super ridiculous, but I enjoyed yeah, the I more ridiculous it, was, it got. I thought it was great. Yeah. The and, giant ass, the snake pit. Oh my God. That, that was, was the coolest that thing. That was something I wasn't expecting at all. That's like, if you're, if you're into ninjas, like I'm into ninjas, mm-hmm. like 
cool tests like that are like everything to me because it's like oh you just stand in a circle and then or in the snakes will sense if there's some type of yeah. thing that you haven't come to terms with you have to be pure of heart and if you're pure of heart they'll leave you alone yeah and then obviously you know he's snake eyes is not pure of art fucking snake <laughs> <laughs> no he seriously was doing some deplorable shit that whole movie oh yeah like he was like oh you know, I'm sorry I lied. And then he like cuts his hand and do like a blood oath. Like, I'll never lie to you again. <laughs> Just so he can get his DNA to get the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, this guy's, his whole career path is, I mean, he's meant to be a spy. And you know, honestly, I understand why the guy ended up becoming bad at the end. Yeah. It was Storm Shadow? Yeah. yeah. It's like I get it. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like yeah, fucked over. Yeah, it was like they they he he fucked up the dude Snake Eyes fucked up so bad in that movie that they forgave every instance where he fucked up. Exactly. They were like, well, he saved the day, yeah. so let's let him pass. He's the reason that the other guy got the gym and killed all these people, but we're gonna forgive him and then we're gonna cast out Storm Shadow. Yeah, and his grandma was just like, oh, I'm gonna be the last one family member to lead this clan and he's like what yeah. and she's like sorry you used the gym for revenge he did some good acting in that scene yeah when he like put his face up or his hand up to the snake eyes face he mm-hmm. was like you promised me your life <laughs> i was like i felt that i was yeah. like that's a real betrayal that's like if you lied to me that's some shit i would do i feel like i would do that to you too exactly because it's just <laughs> such a deep i'd be like you yeah. You? <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. Because I really felt that they had some type of bond. It was a weird bromance. It really was. Start. Yeah. Yeah. So I will per- I will gladly purchase that movie. And I hope you guys that are listening take the chance to go see the movie, even though we've kind of explained it's the movie. It's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. It's good. And it kind of makes me like hopeful for more that they're going to do. We should try to fitness watch and share Oh, God. <laughs> just, just to compare. <laughs> we should. I don't even, we'd have to start from the beginning because I don't even know That's what the fine. fuck was happening. That's exactly. fine. Yeah, I think this movie did a better job explaining the basics of G.I. Joe yeah. than the actual G.I. Joe movie. All I know is that it's Channing Tatum and <laughs> is it Marlon Wayans? Yeah. <laughs> like, so a random pairing. Yeah, it didn't work at all. Directed by the guy who did The Mummy in The Mummy Returns. Interesting, because yes. those are great movies. Those are fantastic <laughs> those movies. Those are top tier movies. Yeah. So, you know, and then the sequel has like The Rock in it. Because uh, this yeah. is after I Fast. did know that because my mother is obsessed with The Rock and That's... she loves the G.I. Joe movies. Nancy likes the G.I. Joe movies. Nancy has questionable movie taste. It is. <laughs> She's going to be listening to this. When you told me about Electra, I was like, ew. Because I've, I, for, for those of you who don't know, I never saw the Daredevil spinoff Electra. And me and Taylor decided to watch it because yeah. she had seen it because I guess you had been abused as a child I watching that movie. My, uh, my mother used it to abuse us as kids. And we I'd seen it at least a hundred times. That is an awful so, movie to repeat. Had to make Dan watch that and he suffered. I would show that movie for interrogations. <laughs> like, tell me where the stone is. I'll play it again. <laughs> yeah. You know? It was a horrible movie. It was a, yeah, it was a terrible movie. Terrible. Sorry, Jennifer Garner. You're yeah. you like an alias though. She just she had to do that movie. She was contractually obligated. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but I'm like, can't you read? <laughs> Can you just say don't d- d- write a new new draft or something? <laughs> Give you know? me better lines. This is stupid. Yeah. So you know. It it almost felt like like it could have went in that direction. Like mm-hmm. Snake Eyes could have ended up being an Electra esque movie, but it it wasn't. I could see that, yeah. Yeah, 
like with the ninjas and stuff, I thought like there'd be some tattoo guy showing up, (laughs) you know, know, but that didn't happen. So, but, uh, and also it doesn't deserve to be number two. It should be number one. Old should not take the mantle. Wait, old is number one. Old is number one by $1 million. (laughs) They both were. Yeah. I understand old being number one Mm -hmm. because people have to see this movie that the memes are coming from. Yes. Yes. That's true. (laughs) They have to understand. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. What did you think of old? Did you love it? I fucking hated it. I hated it too. Am I allowed to swear in this? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Otherwise, yeah. Whoa, whoa, buddy. Uh, (laughs) You can't use the F word on here. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, it was horrible. And I felt like I got old watching the movie that is a apt description i was i was sitting down just tr- like waiting for the end to come and every time i thought it was coming it just kept going there was that yeah one time you actually got up and then this a new, new scene came up and you went just you just said damn it <laughs> yeah. <sat> back down. <laughs> it was the worst movie i think that was like the first time i've ever seen you like hate a movie that's not true that's not yeah yeah I was about it to was say. uh Wolverine. Here we go. Yep, the Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, the Wolverine. That that one you almost walked out on. You can't just cut Wolverine. See, now I'm getting all <laughs> amped up. You can't just cut Wolverine's claws off with adamantium. That's not how it works. But whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But back to old. But back to old. <laughs> with old, it was uh, like it had an interesting idea. Like, oh, you go on an island getaway, and then you start aging rapidly. Yeah. And apparently... Because of the rocks, it ages you faster. And the like <laughs> magnets or some shit underneath the sand. I don't know. Yeah, and it turned out, spoiler alert, uh, that pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. have been testing their medicines on the people there because they age so fast that it's a way to test if it's clinically effective. Yeah. Yeah. It was just horrible. That should have been the first 45 minutes of that movie. The first 45 minutes should have been them getting to the island and then figuring, or and then starting to age and then being like, oh shit, yeah. this is an experiment. And then you reveal halfway into the movie, oh, pharmaceutical company. And then how do they get, how do they escape it? Mm-hmm. But instead. And it's like they were dropping hints that they all had like an illness or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have like Tourette's. and like not even not even like slightly it's just like they just show a scene of somebody spazzing out with seizures yeah and like the the thing was it's like the kids were fine they didn't have any issues like well the one kid was like autistic or something but it's like why bring the whole family and like risk killing them all yeah it was just not well thought out and i feel like m night Shyamalan needs to stop being the twist guy that's yeah. his fucking problem, is you, you want to be the twist guy so badly. But guess what? Newsflash, Walter Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> Your twists aren't that good it's anymore. It's not good. Sorry. And I, I, this sounds mean, but I'm saying this just as like someone who respects who he is. I respect him as a director and a writer and sometimes actor. Uh, it just wasn't good. It wasn't. You know? It's It's something that i will never get back my life yeah part I've, of my life died in that theater we're two we're two hours older than we were when yeah. we went into that movie yeah. yeah and it was like at a point where i was just sitting there just like zoning out 
because I could not pay attention. And the rules didn't even make sense. Like, oh, if you get sliced, you heal instantly and you get a scar. Mm-hmm. But if you get stabbed, you don't heal instantly. Even though they showed yeah. a scene, they showed a scene of them taking a tumor out of someone. And, and they had to like hold, put their hands in her or else she would heal. Yeah. But then mid-sized sedan. <laughs> yeah, who's a black guy, by the way. That's his rap name. He got stabbed to death. Yes. And it shouldn't work that way. Well, he's black, so he oh, needed well. to be. He, he he had to go. He had to, he had to take He was it. the predator from the get-go. That's also what made me feel a little weird about this movie. Is like, I'm like, what are you trying to say here, M. Night? With, you know, like... Like, very, like, masculine, black-looking man. You know? Like, yeah. he's just sitting down, minding his own business. And he didn't look old at all. Yes, he And did. he was there before they got there. It's that melanin, son. <laughs> I think that was a joke that in the movie. That was a joke. And yeah. that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, I was like, this brother is not aging one bit. He had been there overnight. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's still, like, 30. He might be a god, perhaps. But, yeah... And the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, oh, damn. <laughs> and he kept saying it, damn. Yeah, his lines were horrible. Yeah. I was just like, come on, M. Night. You got to put some. I know you can write good black characters, obviously, from like Unbreakable, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And then like, there's a scene where the kids end up older and then they end up having sex like immediately. And then the daughter's pregnant. Oh, yeah. He's like. We just have, I just have so many different feelings right now. And he's like, it's okay. We just have to embrace them or something. And then they cut away. And I'm like, did he just like stick it in for like a second? I was so confused as to what was happening. I'm like, did his father even give him the birds and the bees talk? Yeah. Well, he gave it to him after. But see, I'm like. He was like, what you did, that's how babies are made. I'm like, there is no way that for the first time, and they don't know anything because they were six years old. Yeah. Like. He would have Two stuck, hours ago. Yeah, he would have stuck it in her like belly button. <laughs> <laughs> if we're really like committing to that, the fact that they're like young people in older bodies yeah. developing their brains still. Yeah, like they've never seen no. that happen, maybe. Hopefully not if they're like fucking five or six. And then they're like, when they get off the island, the brother and the sister, they're like, what, 50? Yeah. And they act like how 50-year-olds should act. And I'm like, but I don't think that would be accurate. Yeah. I feel like you would still have the mentality of when you were young because you didn't go to school. You haven't been out in the real world. Like, yeah. how do you know? It was bullshit. It was, it was stupid. I would have, if M. Night had been like, yo, I got this cool script. You're going to love it. I'd be like, what's it called? Old. <laughs> I'd be like, old? What's this about? These people go on a resort, right? And they go on this island, and then they age rapidly. Then I'd be like, hmm, okay. Interesting. Okay, where's where's this going? The pharmaceutical industry (laughs) is testing their drugs on the people that age. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you got? (laughs) And I'm like, what else? There's not really any real sense of justice other than the fact that somebody, they get off the thing, and they're like, oh, I'm going to tell this cop. What happens and the cop's like, can you check on these people that are missing? Yeah, like, I don't know. It it, it was a, it was just horrible. I recommend not seeing it. <laughs> but but see, if you want to see a, sh- a completely shitty, horrible movie just for fun, 
Then you should go see it. That is an apt, an apt. I, you know, I've talked to people who actually really love it. I bet you Nancy would love it. Nancy probably would love it. Sorry, Nancy. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you probably would like it. You'd be like, it was so good. Yeah. It's really well acted. <laughs> but, you know, it's just <laughs> it's just one of those things where people just have different tastes, different yeah, qualities. Um, but I don't even think our theater really liked it. Like, the audience was laughing at, like, serious moments. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, I, I don't know. I felt like we were the only ones that really felt like it was just bad. I, I don't know. I was just ready for it to end. Yeah, I was like, why did I even want to see this? You and know? we're in like the reclining chairs, but I was so uncomfortable because I was like, I want to get out of this theater. And nothing <laughs> was happening. Oh, and let's not forget, there's the guy that had like the early onset dementia. Oh yeah, the doctor. Yeah, and he's like, he has a real problem with the black guy, mid-size yeah. sedan, maybe mm-hmm. because his name's so fucking stupid. And the Asian guy. And the Asian guy. And yeah. he's like, you looking at my girl? He's like, I'm not staring at your girl. But, like, that was, like, kind of some of the peril that was kind of interesting to me. Except when he starts attacking, no one's like, we probably have to kill him. And no one even mentions, <laughs> like, oh, he's acting like he's got a mental illness right now. Yeah. They're just like... Let's just get this tiny little knife away from him. Yeah. And, and the, leave him alone. Yeah. And the one analytical person, which was the, the chick with Tourette's or with seizures. seizures I yeah. keep saying Tourette's. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, seizures. She just, uh, she's like very analytical, but she couldn't piece together that everybody there had some type of sickness. Yeah. Or a majority. Like the, the mom with the tumor. She's got seizures. The other girl had a calcium deficiency <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like this is, oh yeah her bones and yeah. stuff she's like i need my pills <laughs> she's hiding under her like shawl yeah and just like no look at me i'm ugly yeah i'm like all right mother gothel yeah <laughs> and she just keeps breaking her bones <laughs> yeah. trying to make them turn off a light like it was just very silly yeah and i mean it's not this it's one of the more silly m night movies i mean we've seen like the happening, you saw that one. I haven't seen the happening. Yeah, well, it's like people, like a bunch of people, just start killing themselves for no reason. It's dip- the trees, right? And it's the yeah, trees. They're were, fucking sick yeah. of our fucking, you know, environmental destruction. And I was like, that's kind of cool. It's it could be interesting. It's very Twilight Zoney. Yeah. Yeah, he should do yeah, Twilight. Like, Zone. I was about to say he should just do that. I'm like, bro. If you really want to just succeed with your skills, just do 45-minute Twilight Zone episodes. They're like short films. Mm-hmm. They don't take up too much time. And people would eat it up. And you can be in it. He could be like the little Twilight Zone guy that's like, you know, he's like, what is growing old? <laughs> <laughs> is it in the mind? Or is it something that we can physically track? What these people are about to experience, I like to call old. I don't know. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be cool. Yeah. But whatever. Moving on. I don't have anything else to say about that trash. Yeah, I was I was trying to think if maybe there was something interesting that happened that really got me, but no. Well, what would be interesting for you that would have happened? Like if it was a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I can see I was about to forget about this. The the coral coral reef uh passageway yeah yeah they were like oh well you know it protects them from the magnetism of 
aging or something. Yeah, and that whole scene, because they're like, they have to get past the coral to get off the island where they're aging rapidly. And they're like holding their breath for at least 30 minutes underwater. I'm like, there's no fucking way. They show them one time, like, going up for air. Yeah. It was very unbelievable. And they cut away. They cut away, making it think that one of them was drowning. And then halfway in the movie, or late late into the movie, they show back up and they're okay. And then they cut back to the scene where she's dr- drowning and mm-hmm. they show her getting released from with her brother or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, why did you need to show that? I can already put it in my mind that they escaped. Yeah, clearly because we see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know they made it. Yeah, I'm like, who edited this movie? It may- I would understand it if it was like, Someone was attacking them underwater or something like that, but it's no, she just like gets her bathing yeah. suit off the coral. Yeah, or it would have been cool to see like a lab scene where like they just like went to the lab and just like just caused some havoc, yeah, somehow, something, you know, but whatever. It, or it, it's a interesting moral conundrum if they were like, yeah, we found the cure for cancer or something, yeah, then you're like, oh, well, should I stop? Should we stop this? Mm hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, and then they were saying like how the girl with the seizures, it the medicine they gave her caused her to stop having seizures. But I'm like, but she still died at the end of a seizure. Yeah. So, I mean, didn't really work that well. Maybe, and this is probably what M. Night is trying to do with people discussing the movie, is maybe it's, he's bringing a light on clinical trials if, is if it's right to do that to people but i feel like with clinical trial trials people sign up and do it yeah Yeah. this was uh not a volunteer it's true it's true (laughs) like some people do it because they're like you know like they are homeless or something and they're like "Uh, i'll be a lab rat you know robert rodriguez did it when he was starting out as a filmmaker because he needed money to fund his like first feature film Mm -hmm. crazy story he just spent like six months in a clinical like trial. He couldn't go anywhere. They were giving placebos and real pills and interesting. Yeah, they were like taking his blood and like one of the doctors kept missing his vein, so they kept oh, having to yeah. jab him. Nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's quite an interesting tale. But uh, yeah, what would you rate old? I'd give it a one. Mm, one. Yeah, yeah, I would give it a one as well. If I could give it a zero, I'd give it a zero. Mm. What would you give Snake Eyes? Not- I'd give it like a seven. Seven is good. Yeah. That's where I would put it. And I forgot to say this, but Snake Eyes is the first hour of Batman Begins. Yeah, it's definitely got that feel. Yeah. That's like, if you enjoyed that, then you'll probably enjoy this movie. But if you didn't enjoy that... Skip it. Yeah. So, moving on, they're making a live-action Pokemon show. Yes. How you feel about that? I watch it. <laughs> I mean, it's Pokemon. It's gonna be on Netflix, but it's kind of I'm kind of wary about it. Like, is it gonna be good? Well, we saw Detective Pikachu, so I mean, if the effects are I didn't see. Detective oh yeah, that's Pikachu. right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was just stopped. I was like, did I see that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be a movie you I, I think you'd go out willingly to go see. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, they have all sorts of Pokemon out there that you can animate, mm-hmm. and if you want to make it like a cool. Ash Ketchum, I said ass. <laughs> Ash Ketchum type. Ash Ketchum. 
you know, if they're doing something like that, that would be cool. But yeah. Pokemon has always been kind of hard for me to like imagine as a real thing. Yeah, because it's like, are you going to see a Squirtle in real life? Like, how is that even going to look? And also, you're capturing these animals and like putting them in your like pocket and yeah. shit. Like, I'm like, is it is it real? Like, I get it's an innocent concept, mm-hmm. but it's like if I see a bird and I like throw a orb at it to catch <laughs> it because I like it and I want it. How do you train something like that? Exactly. Like, wouldn't the first instance of it getting out of the ball, Pokeball, like, wouldn't it just try to run away? Yeah. It would fly away. Yeah. It would just be like, all right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't just, unless you, like, put it in, like, an enclosed area and then train it that way. True. Yeah, I never really cared much for Pokemon, to be honest. I never really watched the show. I was more into the Game Boy game, mm. which I still have. Pokemon cause, battles. Because that's fun. Yeah. I like the snap I, one. I trade we trade cards, but mm. Yu-Gi-Oh was always my my thing. You watched the show? Mhm. Mm, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I was obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh. He's the king of games. <laughs> 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 I would give anything to see like a live action Yu-Gi-Oh play out, except I would make Yu-Gi black. That would be pretty interesting because you know he's got that egyptian roots yeah because I, I always was like this is bullshit <laughs> it's just fucking like european looking dude it's the fucking egyptian king <laughs> no way no way but it's anime so yeah. you know but yeah yeah that's that's something i would like to see getting sent to the shadow realm it's yeah. got great characters yeah we should just they should just do that instead scrap pokemon we have too much pokemon we do we do yeah. It's kind of like not really necessary, but I still watch it. Yu-Gi-Oh! is Pokemon mixed with Harry Potter. Yes, that's good. That's how you pitch Yu-Gi-Oh! Yep. You like those two things? Guess what? Here you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you could cast like a really cool actor for like adult Yu-Gi. Mm-hmm. Who, who would you pick? Well, it depends. If you're going for like my like whole black mm-hmm. thing, it's a different thing. But if it's like, if it's like white dude. I don't know, because his hair is pretty crazy. Yeah. He's got like he's that little, like the... he's got the purple hair, yeah. and he's got the little blonde streak. Mm-hmm. It's time to <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting into nostalgia at this point. I kind of want to watch it now. Your move. Um, But yeah, I don't, I know there's a whole controversy about the Masters of the Universe show mm. right now. So it's like, is that what they're going to end up doing to Pokemon? Maybe. It's possible. Except I don't even know shit about He-Man, to be honest with you. I know you get a sword. You yeah. have the power. There's Skeletor. Yeah, you get muscular. You yeah. wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, people or the diehard He-Man fans are kind of butthurt about it. Yeah. Which I get. I was reading about it, so, you know. I'm just like, just let Kevin Smith tell his fucking story. <laughs> yeah. Like, someone else will get a run at it and do it the way you want it. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's, it's He-Man. Yeah. It's not like... I'm trying to think of something people take really seriously. I don't know. There's All fandoms are very toxic. Yes. Star Wars. Star Wars is probably the most toxic. Yeah. And I can say that because I'm a big Star Wars fan. It's true. But it's true. The fans for Star Wars are insane. I've seen some about I've, Star Wars. I've read. I mean, I can't go at least five minutes without seeing someone shit on like the new trilogy of Star yeah. Wars movies. 
Uh, it always starts with Last Jedi. Because the, the majority of people did like Force Awakens. It was great. Which, yeah. It, it would be nice if they could like get rid of the last two. <laughs> and like go off that. But I still enjoy watching The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Do you though? Well, Rise of Skywalker I tried to rewatch and I haven't been able to finish it. <laughs> I'm just Last like... Last Jedi is okay. I feel like I would put... If I were to rank them, I would do Force Awakens for number one. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker, just because, just because, and this is my only reason, is because it links up with Force Awakens better than The Last Last Jedi feels like its own thing. Yeah, it really was separate. You're right, you're right. Yeah, because it had the same director. So that's what happens when you fucking keep trying to do the Harry Potter formula. Does, doesn't work. Doesn't work for every fucking franchise. Do you know why Harry Potter worked? Because it was books. And all the books were different, like tonally from each other. Yeah. You know? Now, if they did Star Wars based on the books, <laughs> like, they they should have just done, like, Heir to the Empire, bring in Thrawn. Like, that would have been great. What is with everybody in the Thrawn shit? You just gotta read the books, Daniel. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. You wanna know why? Because I can't do it because... When I was younger and I saw the the Star Wars extended, whatever they called it, expanded universe yeah. or some shit. I don't know. It just didn't grab me. The stuff they were doing with Luke Skywalker, it was just like, oh yeah, Luke has a, a, a wife now. And, and like, it's the new Jedi Order. Yeah, that. <laughs> and oh, guess what? The Emperor is still alive because he was cloned. He cloned himself last minute. Well, that was just in Rise of Skywalker. No, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I promise you it wasn't. Oh, I'll end up Googling it. I'm sure someone's listening like she's like, uh, Actually. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, there was literally one Star Wars book I was reading, or I was going to like rent from the library, and I was reading the back of it, and it was mm-hmm. like the Emperor cloned his body or something. You should read the Old Republic books. Those are good. Why should I do that? Because it's so good. I just, I feel it's hard to make a really good Star Wars story because this mythology is so entrenched in skywalkerisms but not in the old but not the old republic i get it (laughs) i get it but how do you connect those branches that's why i feel like they aren't touching that stuff as much probably because they want to keep it skywalker yeah like if they make a new one are they going to just use ray again older ray in a mentor capacity and yeah also in Mandalorian, they brought back Luke Skywalker. Like they didn't really need to do that. It's true. Yeah. I was, I was, I was happy with Ahsoka. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was amazing. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. They should do crazy expanded stories that have things to do with certain characters. Like, like they're on the right track with like Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be everybody's gonna watch that mm-hmm. shit. Cause Mandalorian's good. Mandalorian's good. But what they need to do, they need to tell a solo Darth Vader story. That would be good. Because I'm like, who is Darth Vader in his quiet moments? They're- like, what? How was he like right after he became Darth Vader? Yeah, or in and his he prime. Realized, I killed Padme. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's like there's a cool expanded universe story, and this is maybe the only time I was like. The expanded universe thing could be kind of cool. Is there was a story where Darth Vader. Is teaming up with like a general in the empire, and the general in the empire doesn't really have the same. His allegiance is to the job, but he's not really. He doesn't really agree with the empire's like methods. Interesting. He's a good dude, right? Mm-hmm. And 
Vader doesn't like him at first. And they go on missions together. And they get to see how they play off of each other in situations. And Vader comes to respect the guy so much that at the end of it, the dude dies. And Darth Vader loves his loyalty so much that he takes his DNA and clones him to be like a... Like one of like the guard, imperial guards or some shit. Interesting. And I'm like, that's a cool Darth Vader story. It is because it's showing that he still has that part of himself previously yes. before he became Darth Vader. Yes. You, well, when you see Darth Vader, you just see an evil dude. Mm-hmm. But not a guy that's got these emotions. You don't see that until uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. When he throws the Emperor off. Yeah. That would be a story I'd be like, if I was like, deep into directing mm-hmm. like i'd be like and they were like hey you want to do a star wars story i'd be like give me that yeah because that you get james earl jones back if hayden christensen wanted to you know be in the suit cool yeah. he's, <laughs> he's gonna be doing it in obi-wan yeah so you know there's that and you know you have some cool scenes of them like at a camp talking or something and maybe the dude's eating food normally and darth vader has to like put tubes in his life <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, you can have he a... Has to, like, unplug and all that. Yeah, yeah, you can have a scene where you're like, is that, you know... Because, like, how does he eat? Yeah, does you're he like... Does he just go into his meditation chamber and, like, takes his stupid helmet quietly. off? Yeah. Mm, or maybe something he gets damaged and he has to take it off in front of the dude. Mm. And the dude has to repair it for him and stuff. Yeah. And that's, like, they're bonding. And it makes you wonder who has seen Vader with his helmet off. Yeah. Because in, what was it? Was it Empire when that guy walks in and he, you just see the back of his head? I always wanted to put myself in that scene. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> but I that. Yeah, just to make it like super awkward. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> I knocked, but you didn't answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, just something stupid. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's just so many cool Star Wars stories to tell that yeah. haven't been told yet. And James Earl Jones is still alive. So do it, guys. Knock on wood. You probably just ruined it. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's better than, you know, like, have you been, have you watched uh, the animated, not Clone Wars, but. The uh, Bad Batch? Not the Bad Batch. Even though I've heard good things about that. I haven't watched Bad Batch yet, but. Um, um, fucking Ezra Bridger's character. Shit. Rebels? Rebels. Yeah. yeah. I watched like the first two seasons of that and I was like, this is okay. It gets better. And then when I saw like the Darth, when they introduced the Mm -hmm. Darth Maul stuff, I was like, okay, I'm going to catch up. And I caught up and the ending to that was like open ended, but they're saying that he's going to be in the Ashoka show with Thrawn. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, when uh, Ahsoka mentioned Thrawn. I'm not gonna lie, I did yell. I always say I was Ashoka. very excited. Why do I say Ashoka? I don't know. I don't know why I say it. I just say it like that. Sorry, guys. It's kind of like you say Dora Mamu instead of Dora Mamu. Yes. I just re- recently rewatched Doctor Strange and I was thinking about it. <sighs> yeah, it's Love just it. hard. It's just hard sometimes to yeah, do. Yeah, sometimes yeah. But yeah, it is. It the hype train for Star Wars is going to reignite at some point. Yeah. There. I mean. They're killing it on Disney Plus, so. <laughs> yeah. You just need to kill it in the movies, guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, if you could have a Star Wars story, like, that they could make into a movie or a show, what would you... You should already know who is it, is it Thrawn? No. Is it's, it's, it dark, dark, Darth Bane? Or? Darth Bane. Yeah. yeah. I, explain his mythology in... I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's just so long and so intricate. It's so good. He was, like, the first, because... So, God, I'm about to get so fucking nerdy. Jesus Christ. You found the right show to do it on. <laughs> so, like, in the Old Republic, 
like you had the Sith and the Jedi, but it wasn't like one Sith and a apprentice. Mm-hmm. It was just like a whole planet and you're all Sith. Okay. So it's pretty cool. But then Darth Bane, he goes to the planet, the Sith planet, Korriban. Cool. And he trains and then he like finds these old scripts of how it used to be because it used to have one master and an apprentice and then they changed and all that. So they They got soft. Yeah, they got soft. He finds that and he's just like, this is how it should be. And he becomes more evil. And then like he wipes out all the Sith and he gets one apprentice and he starts that line all the way down to Plegasus and... You know okay. the emperor. Okay, you it's, sold me. It's fucking you, good. You sold me. That's that. That's good. Who would you cast to play him? Shit, I don't know. I know who I'd cast. Who? Tom Hardy. I was just thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy would kill that shit. I don't even. I know what Darth Bane looks like, but I'm like, and I know he's had the Bane thing already. Yeah. But it's a character that sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like who sounds like a diehard. And like. Tom Hardy's Bane in The Dark Knight Rises, like I always pictured that's how I how Darth Bane would look, just mm-hmm. with the, you know, the suit. Give him the red eyes and yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm not against Yeah, see, I like some of the expanded universe stuff. Yeah. Maybe I will read it. I have it right there. You can <laughs> you can take all three books. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That would make me so happy. I'd be like, what do you think? Yeah, I'd be like, Ooh. you know, so but you know, that's Someone's job in in Lucasfilm is probably to look at all the old stuff mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, maybe we should make make this." So, who knows? One what, day, yeah, who knows? I'll be in my fifties. I want to see like a cool Star Wars movie where the lightsaber battles are they top Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Revenge Sith. of the Sith? Yeah, because you you don't really see that in the new ones. Yeah, like Ray's supposed to... Or on, like, the TV shows. Yeah, Ray and Kylo Ren are supposed to have, like... That always never made sense to me. Like, he's already had his training, and Mm -hmm. now he's on the dark side, but she still beat his ass. Well, because she's she's just a cheat code, a walking cheat code, so... She's a Palpatine. Yeah, (laughs) she's a Palpatine. She's just got it. It's just with her. But yeah, I was expecting some type of cool. In my mind, I was expecting the new trilogy to have like cool, crazy Fight. like saber yeah. battles, you know. But they never topped even McGregor Ooh. and uh, and uh, Hayden. That fights. scene still gives me chills when I watch it. Yeah, and the music. Oh my oh, god, so good. Yeah, but uh, other than that, let's let's jump into a different universe. Okay, the DC universe. Yes, I'm gonna start off light. <laughs> Batgirl, the HBO Max movie. Mm-hmm. They cast an actress in it. From the girl from Hamilton, not Hamilton, In the Heights. In the Heights, yep, yep. I'm like blanking on her name. I'm sorry, I gotta look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, because that's a normal thing to do nowadays. Uh Oh, okay, Leslie Grace. Yeah. And she was amongst four people, four like contestants to, I said contestants, like they're fucking on a game show. <laughs> But they were in the running. And these are people I kind of don't know. Isabella uh, Merced, Zoe Deutsch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any of these people. Leslie Grace and Haley Lou Richardson. I was expecting to see names like Emma Stone or... Actually, yeah. she's, she's a little She's older. probably too old. Well, I don't know. She's got the Barbara Gordon look to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Samara Weaving. 
Yeah. I'm not a big Samara Weaving fan, I'm, but she's in right yeah. now. Yeah. She's she's coming up mm-hmm. in the movie world. Yeah. Yeah. And Batgirl's one of my favorites. Why though? I just really <laughs> enjoy her comics, man. They're good. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> Batgirl is actually pretty interesting. I'll yeah. give you that. Because it's like she sees Batman and she's her father works closely with Batman, mm-hmm. and she wants to get in on that action, so she just becomes like a vigilante herself without Batman's tutelage and stuff. And then she gets shot by the Joker mm. later on and becomes well, Oracle. Well, see, it'd be cool if down the line, a couple of movies in. They do that. They do that and even add in like the romance. See, no. <laughs> I, I was hoping you were going to bring that up. I, I have to bring it up. You want to know why? I know. Because I like Batman to be fucked up. Like, he shouldn't be, like, he should be heroic, but he should also be, like, I don't agree with what you're doing. Yeah. Batman's definitely got a mental illness. Yeah. Well, see, I would love a Batman movie where they put him in, like, like, just, like, a one-off Batman story where everybody finds out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And he gets put in Arkham Asylum. With the people, you know, he put that in. That he's put in there. Yeah, that'd be good. And then you have, what's his name? Hugo Strange, mm-hmm. who's not a villain yet, but he's like dissecting Bruce Wayne, trying to figure out what it is that makes him. Because he's got, he's like trying to get to the root of the trauma that turned him into this vigilante that yeah. dresses up as a bat. Yeah. and then by it's the, fucking weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> but by the end of it, it would be cool if the, like, the end of that arc is that he certifies Bruce as not insane. Ooh. He's not crazy. So then, you know, you have, and he could still be a villain at the end of the movie. And, yeah. You know, Batman can beat him and whoever he, whoever else he can beat mm-hmm. or whatever. But it would be cool to somehow clear his name. Like, oh, I'm not really Batman. That They really got it mixed up or yeah. something. Because people are way more easily, people are more susceptible to believe that it was bullshit than to believe. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Which is funny because I always thought, like, no one's that stupid. Like, how could you not figure out that he's Batman or that Superman is Clark Kent? Mm-hmm. But then you see what's going on in the world today. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, people just, they believe whatever they want to believe no matter what. Yeah. So it's pretty passable. It would be really cool. You know, you could have, like, Joker. You could have Bruce in, like, a Bruce at, like, you know, in the food hall, eat, mm-hmm. eating his food, and the Joker, you know, is like... Joker and Mr. Freeze come up. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Freeze, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, because you could have all sorts of people show up, uh, like Penguin. Yeah. He's like, I'm not crazy. I just look weird. Professor Pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> you know, so there's just... Yeah, there's like really... I think Ben... There's rumors that Ben Affleck's canceled Batman movie was going to take place in Arkham Asylum. Ooh. And I'm just like... I wish we had gotten it. I mean, hey, restore the Snyderverse. We yeah. could. We could. And he's in Flashpoint, so... But see, okay, here's the thing. For those of you who don't know, in the new Flash movie, Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are in it. And the new outfit that they've given Ben Affleck looks very similar to Robert Pattinson's. And it's the same stunt double. Yeah. For both movies. Yeah. 
So, are they trying to say that Robert Pattinson is a younger Ben Affleck? I was going to say either that or by the end of it, Barry's going to fix the timeline, but some things are not, are not going to be the same. And then that's how they put push Robert Pattinson into the universe yep. as the new Batman. Uh-huh. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that either. <laughs> I just want Ben Affleck to have a solo movie. Just give him one more movie. Give him one more movie and two more Justice League movies, and yeah. I'm content. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not a greedy man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask for much. Yeah, like when I when somebody is telling, like if someone walked up to you and told you like a really cool story, mm-hmm. and then they were like, and then you're like, well, what happens next? And they're like, sorry, I can't tell you what happens next because I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't finish it. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> like well, what the fuck? Finish it. Finish yeah. the fucking story. Exactly. But yeah, he's got his new outfit. It looks m- messy. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. I do like the little motorcycle. He's oh on. yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, the the things that have leaked from Flashpoint, I'm trying not to Flash- read them. Oh, uh, you can you can talk about it. Yeah, like yeah. pictures. Like there's been some pictures yeah, of I've just seen like pictures. like uh, there was like one of Ezra Miller talking to like a double. Uh, uh, yeah. So he's talking to himself, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so there's gonna be some Back to the Future type stuff going on, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I just hope the movie's good. It's gotta be. It's I just, gotta be. Yeah. I mean, you got. I mean, you have a really good director on this project, and. I am blanking on the woman who wrote the movie, but she also wrote Birds of Prey, I think. And, okay. And she wrote uh, some other movies. I can't remember. Bumblebee. Never saw it. I liked those two movies. So I'm oh, like, yeah? yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe. I like Birds of Prey. It was really good. It was good. No, I'm just kidding. It was really, <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> I remember before the pandemic hit, I was like, I was like, everybody go see this movie. We really, ha- it's important that you know we give female directors a chance to have a hit. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah. And that was one of the first movies that came out early. Yeah. To watch. I loved it. They took a blow. Yeah, but it was good. It was really. It's good. a really good movie. How do you feel about Suicide Squad coming out? I'm excited to see it. I saw the Rotten Tomatoes. hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. There's no fucking way that this movie is certified fresh. I, I mean, I hate using Rotten Tomato metrics anyways. I only listen to like the audience review, audience score, mm-hmm. like tomato score or whatever. Because yeah. that's more in line usually because mm-hmm. everybody's going to suck James Gunn's dick That's anyways. what I was about to say. And, you know, if... James Gunn ever listens to this podcast. It's not anything hostile. I am a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan too. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just like, let's be real. Like, you, people hated, or critics hated the 2016 Suicide Squad, but people liked the Suicide Squad. I enjoyed it. I wish we got the air cut. Yes. I would like to see that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I like the Joker at the end of. The Snyder Cut. Oh my gosh! I didn't really, I didn't really care much for the reach around thing yeah. line. I was like, "This is a little, it's a little weird." <laughs> I was like, "What are the implications here? Like, yeah. are they like in a relationship?" Which again is like an an aspect of Batman and the Joker that is isn't really explored. explored yeah, but it's interesting nonetheless. I just it, it took me by surprise. 
Yeah. In the movie, in the theater, or not in the theater, but when I saw it at home. Yeah. I recently, I watched that this past weekend, and I forgot how fucking good that movie is. I'm waiting. I'm waiting until I can get the... The physical copy. Physical copy. Yeah. So I can just run through them, just like, mm, 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 back yeah. to back. Just take a whole day. We should do that. We should. Just take a whole day. Watch Man of Steel, BVS. Yes. Justice League. Yes. We don't have to put Wonder Woman in it. Well, the first one, Norman. We don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm looking back at it, I'm like, oh, dude, I really love it. It, uh, it that, that Wonder Woman reminds me of the first Captain America movie mm. so much. And I, I'm not a big fan of either. Yes. I like the movies, mm-hmm. but it's not something It's where I'm like excited to watch it. Like we were just talking about the Snyder Cut. It's like, yeah, that'll be fun. I want to go back to that time. March was a fun <laughs> it time. It was great. Like we rented out a theater. Mm-hmm. We saw it in IMAX. But what was, cra- what was funny about that was it got canceled mm-hmm. the first time. So I was like, well, I took, because I took the day off. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'll just watch it anyway. Yeah. And the four hours went by so quick. I was like, I'm already on part six. What? Yeah. It's almost over? Four hours was amazing. And then me and you watched it again. And then I finished watching it with my sister and her boyfriend. And then we saw it in IMAX. It was pretty damn. It and was... It's, for a four hour movie, you wouldn't think that someone would want to watch it that much. But it's just so good. In the theater, boy, I was <sighs> having a good time. The visuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only way to really appreciate the shit he was doing. Yep. Like, it was Lord of the Rings for comic superhero book, movies. Yeah, yeah, comic book movie. Yeah, I was like, because, you know, I like Lord of the Rings, but I have to be in a certain mood to watch them because yeah. they're so long. Mm-hmm. But with this, I, I'm just like, this goes right by. It just does. So, you know, cool stuff there. And then uh, there's one other thing. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. It's been announced that he is working on a black Superman movie. And that's mm-hmm. separate from the other black Superman yes. movie that Warner Brothers is making. Uh, that might be like a period piece or something. Yeah. How I do mean, you feel about I'll that? watch it. <laughs> yeah. Some people feel some people feel like they're more acceptable. They're, they, they accept the version that's not Clark Kent. Yeah. Yeah. And I can, I can understand that. But at the same time, I'm just like... It would be cool to see, like, because, you know, there's, like, in, in cosplay, there's, like, gender bending, yeah, race bending characters. And, you know, even with Marvel, now we have, like, variants and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So why can't we have that with DC? Yeah, it could be, like, DC's multiverse. Yeah. And Winston Duke, the guy who played... Uh, He's voicing Bruce Wayne in that podcast, yes. which I'm going to listen to that yeah. for sure. Yeah, and that's a different take on Batman, too. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, he's a... Uh, a mortician or something or uh like he works in a, a morgue yeah to, to like father for following his father's footsteps and i was like that's interesting i yeah. never really thought of bruce wayne doing that but he'd have to do jobs like that to like learn how to be like a detective yeah to know how like someone was mutilated oh i would do that if i was to tell a batman another batman story like origin thing mm-hmm. i would it would be cool if they did like a show where it was just him picking up different skill sets each episode. Yeah. It's kind of Batman is or Bruce Wayne is kind of like a Dexter to me. Yes. Cuz he's got that that weird serial killer kind of vibe. Yeah. So, I I could see that. Oh my he, god. He works as a cop and then he works in the morgue and then you know he does his whole 
Wayne Enterprise stuff. And each season, he should go to a different location. Yeah. For each different skill he wants to pick up. And, so, and a false name. Yes. A false identity Ooh, and everything. That yeah. would be so cool. That would be interesting. Oh, my God. That would be nerd heaven, you know? But uh, with the Superman thing, it's really interesting to see. I think because there's an alternate universe called, like, Val Zod or something. Yeah. I don't really care much for... I don't think he's related to the Zods. I don't know. I'm not really. General Zod. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not even really that interested in that project, but I know HBO Max is now a home for like DC projects that Mm -hmm. they don't want like as like the main. Which is perfect. Yeah. I'll eat it up. Yeah. Just like, hey, give me, give me a Catwoman story. Give me like a. Bring back Halle Berry. (laughs) Multiverse. They could. No. (laughs) It's, no. it's like an older woman, you know, just seeing what, catch up with her. Maybe she can get some redemption for herself. Mm, I don't think you can. Have some female vocalists, like, harmonizing over the score. Ooh. <laughs> that her, old movie. Her, her own Wonder Woman type theme. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go, girl. Boy, female superhero movies have come a long way since then. They really have. Yeah. I mean, they still got a ways to go, obviously. Yeah. But Birds of Prey, I think, is like my best, like, it's favorite. Yeah, it's number one. And it's not even superheroes. It's just like, yeah, chicks that are like vigilantes. Yeah. Well, I mean, Black Canary. Yeah, Black Canary. She's kind of got a superpower. She can fucking scream. scream. But then she goes to sleep after she does it. <laughs> she passes out. Yeah, I'm like, what? Whatever. Maybe it's because she doesn't have like the thing to like control i guess i don't know dc is just so messy it is but how did you feel about uh the the titans season three trailer oh i'm i'm hyped i'm committed to that because you know everybody's always so into the whole jason todd like what happens to him and i'm one of those people like Mm -hmm. i'm very excited to see that yeah i'm like happen on the screen yeah i'm like are they gonna fast forward a couple of years and are they gonna show the joker it seemed like they like were like like they it feels like they showed him from afar but they weren't like committed to like casting yeah. an actor which sucks because i'm like we should have multiple jokers by now we like, really should like a lot it should be anybody they should bring back uh what's his name from shameless william h macy <laughs> no, <damn. laughs> oh oh you mean oh oh you mean uh, fucking, uh what, what's his name i don't remember his name but he was fucking in the star wars game too yeah yes he played jerome in yes gotham, gotham. He would be good, but yeah. if they're doing a, a a Joker that's the same age as like the Bruce Wayne and that yeah. in Titans. Oh yeah, I, I forgot that um, Jorah Mormont mm-hmm. is Bruce Wayne. Weird fucking choice, mm-hmm. still to this day. But he's kind of got the Bruce Wayne look, just an old ass Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, and when they showed him fight, I was like, okay, he's yeah. got some cool ninja moves. You know, you just wouldn't expect him to have or move like that. But um, yeah, like I'm interested in. The Jason Todd stuff, primarily. Mm-hmm. The Nightwing stuff, obviously. It took us two seasons yeah, to get there. To finally <laughs> have him put on the suit. Yeah, and part of me just is like, why don't you guys just spin him off and just do a Nightwing series? They really should. And just, like, re- reboot the show. Another one of my favorite characters. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunities to explore, like, his childhood with mm-hmm. Bruce. You know, like... Go into the whole circus background, too. The circus back That was my favorite element of the first season of Titans, mm-hmm. is when they showed his little 
circus background and like getting adopted by Bruce Wayne and how weird it was. Yeah. Like he would just leave little notes. <laughs> and it's like, who is this fucking rich guy? Like, like is he trying to groom me? What, yeah, like what's he, happening? Yeah, and he's like watching him from windows and stuff. Uh-huh. It was just really creepy. Yeah. And I was like, this is like the tone I want. Titans is such a good show. I mean, I, nah, yeah. I, I, like, compared to the stuff that you're getting on the CW. Yes. I have not watched any of the CW stuff since Green Arrow ended. I haven't either. Well, I watched Legends. I haven't watched this new season of Legends, but. Did you hear what they're doing to Constantine? No, what are they doing? Because they're making a, a, J.J. Abrams is making a Constantine show for HBO Max, but they want to make him, like, a black Constantine, black British Constantine. So, they're making... The guy on the show who's really good, Constantine. He's a great Constantine. They're writing Constantine out of Legends of Tomorrow, but they're keeping Matt Ryan as a new character. Hmm. Interesting. I'm like, can't these two versions exist at the same time? It's not like anybody's fucking watching the CW anyways. Yeah. And going like, oh, that Constantine's cooler. I mean. (laughs) There's no competition there. (laughs) Yeah, that's my thing. It's just like, let, let there be. Like, that's what stopped us from getting a Harley Quinn on Arrow. Yeah, we, because we saw, of Suicide Squad. Yeah, we saw the back of her head on Air, in like Arrow season two. And they should like let other people play these characters because I would like to see how a different actor would portray it. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, um, Margot Robbie, she's a great Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. but I'm sure someone else would be a good Harley Quinn too. I always wanted the chick from <sighs> Orange Is the New Black, uh, not Piper. But the one that fell in love hard with that dude outside of prison, she and she was like obsessed with him. Um, and she kind of talks like Harley Quinn, her character. You're talking about Pensatucky? No, not Pensatucky. No, not no. Oh, oh, um, Lorna. Lorna. Yeah, yeah, Lorna yeah. Lorna yeah, yeah. is the perfect archetype for like what I imagine Harley Quinn to be is somebody that just really fell for somebody's bullshit like hard. Hard and became way too obsessed with that person. Yeah. Yeah. And I read a book. That's a good one. It's it's perfect. I read a book about, I, I read a psychology book about Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that like a real psychologist like said that she has some type of syndrome where she takes on the sicknesses of people that she bonds with. Mm, interesting. So, so the Joker, she like, she imprinted herself onto the Joker and vice versa. So mm-hmm. whatever he does, whatever depravity he does, she's capable of doing it also. So she has no, or she, she basically is like looking at it like she's not in the driver's seat of her actions. Got it. That's an interesting take. Yeah. And it's more interesting than what they're doing with like Margot Robbie now where she's just kind of like. In the middle. Yeah, she's just like, oh, yeah, that's really cool and all and all that stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like, I, I, I like. Mr. J. Yeah, like, and that was another thing. I love Birds of Prey, but that was my one complaint. Is the Joker should have been a part of that movie. Yeah. He didn't need to be like a main character or anything, but he needed to be, be like a shadow over her because she's trying to get free. Yeah, she's trying to move on from him and separate herself, which yeah. would be completely, given what you just said impossible for her to do yeah it would it would have taken a really hard joker action because you know in the the comics or the cartoons joker like hits her or throws her out of a window but how cool would it have been if in the beginning of birds of prey you had a scene with her and the joker they get into a fight and the joker like pushes her out of a window like 
to just say, I'm done with you. Yeah. Right? And then she, he's got to do something that fucked up. Yeah. And then she just gets away from him, has her little adventure that was Birds of Prey. And then at the end, maybe the Joker comes back and she's learned her lesson. It's just like, no. Or she hasn't learned her lesson. And gets they, back. Yeah, they That's, get back together. See, that would be the, the darkest timeline and the best ending. Mm-hmm. But because everybody wants to have like, everybody's all about like the message movies send now. Yeah. That people are like, oh, well, is it really right that we made a movie about some woman trying to get free of this man and gets back into it? But my whole thing is Carly Quinn has always been a cautionary tale for mm-hmm. women who fall in love with the wrong guy. Yep. So it just never made sense to make her like a heroic character. I get like you should make like you should make a character like that. But mm-hmm. Harley Quinn isn't that. She's not. She's always drawn to the toxic. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And if you know you do like a, what do you call it? A Gotham City Sirens because that movie was almost made. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was going to be Catwoman, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. That would have been a really interesting thing to explore there because you know, there's I I don't know how you feel about the Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn relationship, but that apparently is like a big thing in the it, comic books. Yeah, I I enjoy reading those, yeah. but and I'm like, if that was done in a way that was like where it was just these two characters really connecting off of their past traumas and stuff like that, that could be, be very powerful. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. You know, but is DC and Warner Brothers ready to have that conversation? No. You know, but I'm like, not at all. And I'm like, you know, I would love to see that movie. Not not just because it's like two hot chicks making out or anything like that. But because, <laughs> <laughs> but because it's a real story about intimacy. Mm-hmm. And they're both so fucked up. Yeah. And Poison Ivy is someone who can control men literally. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like. But she, she can't control Harley Quinn. She can't control Harley Quinn. So it's like almost got that Twilight-esque quality about mm-hmm. it where you have that character that can read minds. But, but he can't read her mind. Yeah. She, like, she can't control Harley Quinn. Yeah. So it would be a cool story. You don't even really need Catwoman, really. Yeah, you, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you could you could do something really cool. Just do there. a Harley I po- Poison Ivy movie. Oh, that'd be so cool. That would be really cool. Who would yeah. you cast as as Poison Shit, Ivy? I don't know. Against Margot Robbie. Fuck, that's hard. I'm trying. I'm like going through all like my redhead databases, <laughs> like or like someone that's a blonde. Mm. Who is the chick that Ben Affleck was dating? Anna, Anna, yes. The arm, yes. Yeah, her. I butchered that name. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. That would be interesting. Huh. That would be, that wouldn't be my first choice, but that would be like on she the list. She would be in the mix. Yeah, she'd be in it. the mix. I don't know who I would pick. Charlize Theron? No. <laughs> I just want to see your face. <laughs> no. You're like, ah. Yeah. Nope, pass. Who, well, who, who really looks good with like red hair? That's what I'm trying to like Emma think. Stone? I mean, she did a good job in Cruella, so yes. which I really like that movie. That was a great movie. I was surprised by that movie. It was fantastic. Yeah. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. No, it was. <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed it because it had a punk rock vibe to yeah. it. And I was like, this is, this is how a Cruella movie should be. Now, my only gripe with it was that they couldn't decide if they wanted to make her a villain or not. Yeah, like the whole part with the jacket and she's like of course i didn't kill the dogs yeah like i'm and she always had dogs Mm -hmm. so it's like but that was her thing yeah is that she's so fucked up in the head 
yeah. that she wants to kill these dogs to make a coat. And she has this split personality thing mm-hmm. where she's like, oh, it wasn't me. It was Cruella. You know, and it's like, that's something really interesting to explore mm-hmm. there. But they didn't explore that as much. But, you know, if they get like a sequel, which they should. I'd want to see that. Yeah. So I could see her being Poison Ivy, but also not. Megan Fox? She's that. circling back around Hollywood now. The um the original Victoria and Twilight. There's no way they would cast her though. Uh, probably not. It's gotta be but... a big it's gotta be an equal name to Margot Robbie. Yeah, that's, that's true. the rules. Those are the rules of Hollywood. <laughs> and oh here's here's a hot take. This is a hot take. I think you already know what I'm gonna say. I don't Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> No. You want to know why I would choose Kristen Stewart? Because before, because technically all Poison Ivy is, is like she's just someone who has been mutated to produce pheromones and control plants that make men, you know. Pretty much her slave. Yeah. But I'm like, Pamela Isley before is just, you know, a fairly, she's a beautiful woman, but she's not like a bombshell, right? Yeah. She's a kind of a dork, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Men kind of just treat her like shit probably and you know talk beneath like she's like she's beneath them it's kind of like how kristen wig was treated in wonder woman 2 yes 1984 whatever yeah it doesn't matter i'm not gonna say it was shit but i'll say it wasn't say the it. best <laughs> I, I'm, I'm willing to say it wasn't the best but it wasn't the greatest either no it wasn't yeah but I'm kind of interested. I don't know what it is about Kristen Stewart that I'm like. You're like always kind of rooting for Kristen Stewart. I am because I'm like, there's something there. She's like the female Keanu Reeves. I can see that. Like she could be really cool. I think she is going to at some point. It's definitely not going to be this Princess Diana movie. No. But at some point she is going to have like her big movie where she like. She acts her fucking ass off. She should have done the. She should have went down the path. That Robert Pattinson went down. Went to the indie movie. Indie movies that no one will see except for people that are like auteurs. The people that can make you. The people people that watch those movies are the people that make you considered a serious actor. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she just went on and did, you know, Charlie's Angels, Underwater. The Runaways. The Runaways. I watched like the first five minutes of that. And her impression of. Joan Jett was just... I was not a fan. Yeah, I was like, mm. I'm a huge Joan Jett fan. I was not happy. She's a great <laughs> artist. I just was like, this doesn't feel... Doesn't feel right. Yeah. Something about this doesn't feel right. And the relationships in that movie didn't feel sincere. Yeah. It just felt like they were trying to sexualize the stuff. Even though a lot of her music is sexualization, there's mm-hmm. a lot more behind all of that. Yeah. Like, the decisions to make the songs and all that stuff. But, I don't know. It's... It's hard to cast Poison Ivy, because how do you get... I'm still over here, like, trying to think, <laughs> and I can't think of anybody. How do you get executives to all get, like, get, get on, on the board. same page? Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, this is the hottest person on the planet. That's how they usually write Yeah. the description for Poison Ivy. But I'm like, what if we just got rid of that? What if we just yeah didn't make that? Because Uma Thurman was Poison Ivy, and I don't think she's a bombshell. I don't either. <laughs> I always got confused when I was younger because I always thought it was Nicole Kidman that played Ooh. Her, um, Poison Ivy. Nicole Kidman would have killed the shit out of oh, Poison yeah. Ivy. Oh, yeah. She would have been perfect for it. Damn, they wasted her. Mm-hmm. 
Who was she? Chase Meridian. That's it. The only reason I know that is because I'm so obsessed with Batman Forever. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. That's a good one. You've got a thing for bats? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Thing for bats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Val Kilmer. It's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen Batman Forever, guys, check it out. It's a fun time. All of the old Batman movies. Yes. Even yes. George Clooney. He needs, you gotta he's, watch he's it. He's coming back. I'm calling God. it. He's coming back, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. As long as they put the nipples on his suit again. They gotta do it. He's gotta have Bring the back Chris O'Donnell as Robin. <laughs> as Nightwing. Ooh. Or maybe he's like... Or he's like um, what he becomes after Nightwing, which is just like an agent. Oh, interesting. Like a secret agent spy. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think of like Batman Incorporated, that whole concept? Like everybody can be Batman and shit at the same time? Eh. Like police? I'm like, that doesn't really yeah, work. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I'm still, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about Poison Ivy. I'm like trying to come up with something. It's hard to freaking cast. It's the, it's like, there's not many superhero roles where you're like, uh, and I'm, I'm also like, time. I don't really know who's like it right now. It's hard to tell who's it right now based on the stuff like we watch, yeah. you know, because like when we see a movie and it's like an actress that's like the main lead in it, you're kind of just like, oh, they must be hot right now, you know. Yeah. But again, when we saw Snake Eyes, it wasn't like Henry Golding was like hot off the presses. He yeah. had Crazy Rich Asians. Which and... is the only thing I knew him <laughs> from, even though I never saw that movie. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, who do you, do you cast an unknown? Like you go the Superman route and just find. We should. A rando. Someone from, like, in a popular, like, TV show or something. What's a popular TV show? I have show? no idea. <laughs> what about Blake Lively? She's trying to be, that's she's not, trying to be a that's thing. That's not bad. Yeah, she's trying to I be a thing. That. She's been in some action movies recently that no one saw, but. I didn't even know she was in anything. Yeah, exactly. So. I just yeah. thought she was, you know, being Ryan Reynolds' wife. Damn. It's got to suck to be relegated to that. Okay, how about this? Now, this is going to get me a lot of heat. And I'm sorry, but I got it. It has to be, it, she has to be put on the list just because oh of the rule. Scarlett Johansson. You know, I was thinking about that because she's kind of got the Poison Ivy, like, appeal. Mm -hmm. Like, she could be, you know, sexy and stuff, but can she be, like, Pamela and dorky in the beginning? I don't know. But then again. Like, or as I like to call it, can she urkel it? Maybe, but then we're in dangerous territory, right? Because yeah. we have Batman Forever and R Batman and Robin to to show us, like, and Amazing Spider-Man too to show us, like, the dorky villain that like becomes, yeah, you know, I don't know, it's it's tricky. So like, it's like she's a good actress, and I th I think the only one person that's pulled off the dorky part of movies was jim carrey as the riddler oh totally he killed that shit yeah he's he perfect they should bring him back as the riddler that would be awesome i'd <laughs> scream yeah i mean i'm sure he wants to be back or be in a batman movie again mm -hmm. you know or or make him the joker Ooh, i could see him as the joker he would be perfect he can make that like twisted yeah and i'd want him to be like an eloquent joker mm -hmm. The clown prince of crime. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I want to see that Joker. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen that guy yet. We really haven't, because we had 
what Heath Ledger. Yeah, and he was more just like a mob mob guy. Yeah, and then Jared Leto. Yeah, <laughs> the clown prince. He had the Prince of Crime. Yeah. Aspect down. Like, and I haven't seen Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. It's he's not the Joker. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's not the Joker. He needs to go sit down somewhere and just like be whatever sad clown he was he was portraying. They could uh bring back Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> they almost did for the uh, I think the fifth Batman movie that never was called Batman Triumphant. Huh, interesting. And that was gonna be they were gonna have like Harley Quinn be the Joker's daughter. I know it's weird, and I, then Scarecrow is gonna be the main villain. I do want to see like more Scarecrow. He's cool. He's a cool psychological villain. Mm-hmm. Like you know, exploring what's your worst fear, which is why I'm excited for Titan season three because I'm yeah. like, what is that gonna look like? Exactly. But uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think. The DC Universe. Oh, I and mean, we still have Black Adam, but you know, there's. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. There's not really much traction there yet until I think September for like DC Fandom. Yeah. The Rock. <laughs> when will he ever go away? Never. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Are you going to see Jungle Cruise? No. I might watch it. Cause Is, isn't it like already out on Disney Plus or not? Tomorrow yet? it tomorrow? will be. Nancy, buy it. You know, oh, you like yeah, the she's gonna end up buying it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I'll see it. Hurry up, hurry. Yeah, tell, I'm gonna text her after this and be like, just buy it. I'll forward you. Buy Jungle Cruise tomorrow, please. <laughs> yeah, because like it's gonna be directed by the same guy who direct who is directing Black Adam. Interesting, I didn't know that. So I'm gonna be, I'll be watching this movie. So if it's good, I'll be like, okay, my hopes for the movie just shot up. Mm. Or if it sucks, I'll be like, mm, not expecting much from this. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that's all of the like biggest movie news. I'm not sure. I know that there's a rumor that Nolan is being eyed by Netflix. Gross. Because of the success that Snyder's been having. That's weird. Yeah. That's crazy. I saw but that today on Reddit. He'll he'll never do he'll never do that unless they promise him that they'll like they'll release the movie only it, in theaters for because yeah, he bitched when they were going to release the movies when they announced they were going to do it same day streaming. Yeah. He's like, oh, you've killed, you've killed cinema or something. I was like, shut up. Yeah. You had the worst Batman. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. <laughs> it's true. Sorry. And then even uh, like us. Yeah. I think like him with Netflix would be, I don't think they have the budget to do the stuff he thinks of. Yeah. Because he thinks of some crazy shit. Like, oh, let's, I want to have a plane go into a building like and do it for real. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like moving backwards or something yeah. i'm like what come on but uh then there's uh dune did you see the trailer for dune i didn't see the new trailer but i'm very excited for that movie now i'm a little bit more interested it, i'm 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 probably not gonna see it in theaters unless you you want to then i'll go if but... it's gonna be an imax that looks like the way to see it yeah that's true because i mean that giant sandworm thing <laughs> yeah. but i'm like at first i was I, the first two trailers that they had released for Dune, mm-hmm. I was just like, this just feels like one of those movies that isn't going to make its money back. But people are going to be like, oh, they need to make another one. Mm-hmm. Or not care at all. But this new trailer, they showed a little bit of what it's about. Because I had never, I didn't watch the old Dune movie. I never watched it, and I never read the book. Yeah, I don't know the mythology of yeah. it. But they were explaining all the stuff. I know stuff about the spice. 
or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, and something about powers. He's getting like telekinetic, like some type of abilities mm-hmm. or something. But they did a good job of showing what is the conflict of this movie. Yeah. Who's in it? Who are they? Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Jason Momoa is in it. So, you know, all the Jason Momoa fans are going to show up. Oh, just for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm cautiously optimistic. I just don't want there to be another lockdown. And we don't get to see Spider-Man No Way Home in December. PSA, public service announcement. <laughs> if you haven't gotten your COVID vaccination, you should go do that. <laughs> do you want to see Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland in the same scenes together? Yes. I would get a vaccine just so, for that. So help us out. Because <laughs> they're not releasing that trailer until we're they're, they're it, sure. It's like secure. And right now it's very rocky yeah, how it, things are looking. Yeah, if we were to get a trailer, it would it would be like in September. Yeah. It's like the tipping point. September, October. Oh my God. <sighs> I can't take it. I, I don't know what I would do if I had to wait more. I mean, we're not that far away. <sighs> But We're almost they, in August. But if they pushed it away, if they like pushed the movie. Oh, yeah. Because they already pushed out the Batman. Yeah. So. <sighs> it's a mess, guys, but we'll get through it together. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of this episode. Yeah. So uh, if you guys enjoyed this, uh, stay tuned for more. We got some cool stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. that I don't know of yet. Well, we've got Jungle Cruise. Oh, Jungle Cruise. That's true. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. We might have to do some live streaming for that at some point. Oh, okay. Maybe. We'll see. But uh, yeah. Until next time, guys. Peace. Bye.